I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Guys, this week on Bear Archery's Hunting 101, I've got an incredibly, incredibly special guest. I've got Rhett Walker. If you listen to any kind of Christian music, you are probably familiar with Rhett Walker and his music. He is a phenomenally funny guy. Um, he's a good old down-home southern boy who likes to be in the outdoors and hunt. We have a blast talking about how much I dislike turkey hunting and how much he dislikes whitetail hunting. It's an absolute blast. I'm also joined with one of my personal good friends, one of my personal hunting buddies, Mr. Nick Layton. And the three of us just kind of talk about um, what we like about certain styles of hunting and what we don't like about other styles of hunting. The consensus of the entire episode is this. Hunt the way you like. Hunt the things you like. If you don't like whitetail hunting, that's perfectly fine. There is something for you. If you don't like turkey hunting, that is perfectly fine. There is something for you. We talk about the wide variety of different kind of hunting you can do from bow fishing all the way to bear hunting. We talk about it all um, and we talk about just finding something that you enjoy doing in the great outdoors in a way you enjoy doing it with people you enjoy doing it with. Guys, it's a phenomenally fun episode and it's just going to encourage you to get out there and enjoy the great outdoors. Guys, as always, this episode is presented by our good friends over at Scentlock. As you gear up for turkey season, uh, Blocker just came out with a turkey line, a new turkey line, and it is phenomenal. If you're a turkey hunter, you must check it out. I would highly, highly encourage you to find a dealer, try it on, order some, buy some. It is phenomenal turkey hunting gear. But guys, thank you so much for listening. I am excited to jump into this one. Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast, where hunters new and old come to learn and find inspiration from stories of hunts gone by. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the outdoor way of life, and there is no better time to start than right now. So let's head into the great outdoors with your host, Dylan Ray. Guys, if you're a traditional archer and you have not checked out Three Rivers Archery, what are you waiting for? Three Rivers Archery is your one-stop shop for all things traditional archery. They have the largest in-stock selection of of traditional archery equipment anywhere. Same-day shipping, very, very, very knowledgeable. Listen, I use Three Rivers all the time. If I've got a question on tuning, if I've got a question on broadheads, if I've got a question on brace height or anything like that, I use Three Rivers for everything. They know the products because they use the products. Three Rivers Archery is by far the gold standard when it comes to traditional archery. So guys, if you're just getting into traditional archery, I would encourage you to use Three Rivers as a resource for knowledge and understanding and growing and learning and as a place to get all those products that you're going to be needing 
as you take this journey. So, Rhett, tell me about your um, your start to hunting. Where did you get your your intro to hunting at? Oh, dang, man. Uh, so, that would probably be eight, nine years old, I think, maybe. Um, my, my first bit of hunting uh, was deer hunting. And my dad and my grandpa, they, they loved to deer hunt. And that was the only hunting I knew, you know, for the longest time. Um, and when I became maybe 13, yeah, 13, 14, something around there, that's when I was like, man, deer hunting is not the funnest thing I do. Um, <laughs> I don't like sitting in a tree and listening to a squirrel for an hour going, maybe this is a deer. Let's pray to the Lord that this is a deer and then it's a squirrel. Um, and so I kind of, I kind of left deer hunting for my dad um, and didn't hunt for a couple of years, you know, but those years were getting a car, getting my license. I had other things, girls and trucks and stuff to worry about than hunting. And uh, when I was maybe 19, 20, man, I came across turkey hunting. And changed my life. And so I was like, wait, friends. my ADD self. I am. I was like, my ADD self actually can have a hunt where I can be loud and eat beef jerky in the middle of it and get loud and then find something to stalk for a while. And, you know, um, which led to duck hunting and dove hunting and uh, just kind of opened up this whole gamut of things that I was like, wow, there's different ways to hunt than sitting in a tree. Uh, quiet for you know a couple hours but all that to say just to wrap it back around it, my son's 15 and so now we're back to sitting in trees waiting on on deer so uh we got property out here in georgia and and this was his first hunt and was going out deer hunting so which we're about to get ready here uh it's turkey season now so about to get a little wild and crazy out here in georgia Man, I always say turkey hunters are, are bred just a little different. They've got a, they've got a couple wires crossed. They're a couple fries short. Yes, because now. it's the wires crosses. We can't sit still. That's what it is. I mean, I always think the people that only hunt deer are the weird ones. Like, don't you have anything to do or social media to check <laughs> or like something like? Like I was trying to be, I'm 36. I was like, I'm not mature. I was like, I, I sat in the stand this last fall and within 15 minutes I was on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm bored. Now, are you a fan? Have you ever watched or seen the hunting public at all? Uh, no, I have not, but I'm, I'm sure I'd be a fan. Sounds awesome. See, what they do is, and, and really same situation. It's like, man, I hunted for so long and, and um, I just got bored. Like, I just figured out. I'm like, man, I'm watching all these deer right over there, and I'm sitting here. And so they they spot and stalk and ground hunt whitetails, I mean, all over the country, in Georgia and Kansas and Iowa and Nebraska. They they literally just walk on a piece of public ground, and they spot and stalk whitetails. And so that might be more up your alley, not sitting still, you know? Dude, I, yeah, I honestly, I would do that. Um can you eat beef jerky and drink Mountain Dews and just hang out while you stalk? Or do you have to be quiet while you walk around too? I think the quiet part's what's killing me. You know, <laughs> I, 
I, I did can, tell Can we find like is there a deaf a, a deaf deer colony I can hunt? Like that's what I need. <laughs> Do you not have to be quiet, Turkey? A deaf deer colony. I mean, once you once I get on one, yeah, I have to be quiet. But I mean, if you're loud before they're coming out of roost, you're only gonna push them out of the tree. So it's like it's kind of a win-win if you're a little bit loud. And I mean, and then my my third hunt was duck hunting. And so you go from being quiet in a tree to now you're sitting there duck hunting and somebody's making breakfast. You're over there freaking grilling sausage and making eggs while you're waiting on duck. And I'm like, my dad led me down the wrong, like who told him deer hunting's the best hunt? Like I could be making sausage eggs and, and grits and biscuits while I wait on some duck to fly over. That was my win, dude. Duck hunting. Duck hunting is the best. Now, I hey, I, I'll say this. I grew up in, in Arkansas, um, and so I grew up a duck hunter. I grew up just ate up with duck oh, hunting, yeah. and uh, I love duck hunting. However, I, I don't know, man. It just gets – it's still just a bird. Like, no matter how many you kill, it's a bird. And you never have that euphoric high of like, holy cow, I just shot a, a 150 whitetail. I mean, you never get that just euphoric – Oh my gosh. Now, now, Hey, don't get me wrong, dude. Like, I also understand, do I want to sit in a tree for, you know, two and a half months and maybe shoot a deer or do I want to go out and shoot six ducks in 45 minutes? I, I get that too. Like I, I, I see the appeal. And for me, duck hunting is all about the camaraderie. It's all about, you know, sitting and hanging out with your, your friends. And like you said, man, dude, we'll destroy Casey's breakfast pizzas in the, in the duck blind. Like that is, is oh. my go-to. I think that's the that is the best part is just you and your buds out in the blind like hanging out, and I I get it, dude. Like for real, there's nothing like like dropping dropping something big and and that whole adrenaline where it's just like it's it's you the gun and the deer and this can it's going to go one or two ways, and you know and then with the duck blind everybody's shooting, and you can say you shot the bird even though you didn't. Like you're able to argue with your buds, be like, "Nah, I shot that one." Nah, shot. you go home to your wife, you're like, "Babe, I shot every bird out of the out of the sky today," you know. So, and with the deer, it comes down to you and that. But, I, you know, I think I like dove poppers more than I like maybe getting beef jerky. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, feel I can you. go home and eat like 65 dove poppers or or a turkey. Um, and, and turkey hunts are just fun too. But I mean, this is, you know, we're talking, it says bear archery up, up top of this screen. Like, I mean, there's a lot more things to hunt. And if you're talking like bear and shooting arrows at it, like I ain't, I ain't ever shot a bear. That sounds awesome. That sounds like something. I, if you got to wait in a tree for a bear, I don't even know how to hunt bear, but like, that's what I want to do. I want to go out there and fist fight a bear. Hey, bear hunting has because I've been working out, so I could probably do it. <laughs> bear hunting is has quickly become one of my favorite things. Um, however, I am I am ninety nine percent whitetail hunter. However, uh, I just I love bear hunting. Um, Nick, what was your start into hunting? Where'd you Where'd you get your start? We We've had the pleasure of hunting together a few times, and um, it's always fun. But where did you get your start in hunting? Yeah, so I actually was was the opposite. <clears throat> As you read, I grew up hunting just bird. 
Um, no ducks or geese or anything like that, but going out and freezing my butt off, walking fields, no dogs or nothing, trying to stir up pheasant and quail. And um, didn't actually, so I, I did that. And um, for, I think I, first time I went was when I was 11 years old. And no, there were no deer hunting, no turkey. It was just pheasant and quail. And it was, you know, once a year and I, and I always froze um, and, and didn't deer hunt for the first time until I was probably, I think I was, I think I was 21, 22, first time I deer hunted and still went out and froze my butt. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and then more recently went duck hunting, um, Called geese hunting or goose hunting? Uh, Geeses. Geese. The gooses. Hunting the geeses. Gooses. <laughs> I never shot any gooses. Words. Until I, until I was a little bit older. Um, but I, I, I agree with, with you on that. With both of you guys, the camaraderie for me, it's hard for me to sit. I'm, I'm very much the same way. Um, I think it's a discipline thing for me. Let's just be singers. Singers just have ADD. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just. We do. <laughs> um, wanting to. Well, and that's probably why Dylan and I have never seen or gotten even close to shooting a deer whenever we've hunted together, <laughs> because I'm always talking to him, and uh, or talking me into leaving what we're doing. He's like, "Why don't we go walk up here and see if there's any deer?" I'm like, "Because I know there's deer that come in down here." He's like, yo, why don't we, why don't we go over here? Why don't I play my guitar while we? Uh, Let's just go see if they're over the hill. Yeah, exactly. Now, That's a hundred percent it. I will say though, <clears throat> then this is something he was talking about. Have you have you ever tried spot spotting stalking a deer, Rhett? No, but that sounds awesome for real. Like I could be into that. We need to get you on an elk hunt. Yeah, that too. It's like turkey hunting, but it doesn't suck. <clears throat> <laughs> I, listen hey, i bag on I'm, turkey I'm hunters. down dude i bag on turkey hunters i do turkey hunt um people ask me all the time like do you turkey hunt and i'm like yes i'll go kill a bird a year it just doesn't get me going like you know i'll travel to seven eight states to deer hunt turkey hunting i'm gonna walk out my backyard and shoot one and be done like i don't i i don't get all into turkey hunting but i do turkey hunt but i still have to give turkey hunters a hard time so yeah, I I feel like you're just you're just angry. You just got a spot in your heart that you need to you need to let go, give to the Lord. Um, so I don't know what turkey did you wrong when you were a kid, but you got to let it go, bro. I don't know, man. It's it's, it's getting hot already. There's ticks. Uh, it's still just a bird, man. No matter. I mean, it's true. It, dude. We have a buddy, uh, me and Nick, a shared buddy, and he'll go to like 13 states, Gabe. He'll go to like 13 states to turkey hunt. And I'm like, dude, whether you're in Georgia or whether you're in Idaho, it's a bird. Like it's got two it's feet. The same bird. <laughs> it's got two it feet. Exactly it's got two wings. It's got a beard. It's a bird. Like, I, I don't get it. But no, I mean, I think, uh, see, there's a lot of crossover between turkey hunting and elk hunting. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people here in the Midwest and down South, they turkey hunt because it's a lot like elk hunting. And so 
I think uh, I think you would definitely enjoy. It. Now, have you ever bow hunted? Uh, no, I've not bow hunted. All of my buddies bow hunt. This is something I actually. I feel like as you, I was talking with my wife the other night. I feel like as you get to like your mid thirties, you have to start choosing things, and uh, bow hunting was one of the things like I really want to get into. Um, I I chose golf um, as one of my things. It was a mistake, and golf did not choose me. Um, <laughs> and I'm, dude, I mean, it was like something all my friends are doing, and I just completely suck. Like, there's no way around it. I'm just the absolute worst. We uh we had this like golf tournament that I was in, and I'm in a golf tournament coming up, and I should have said no, um, but I it's like a celebrity golf tournament um with all the guys in from UGA like David Pollock and Kirby Smart and and I'm one of the people in the golf tournament for and I've tried to get out of it. I don't know why it's gonna be bad, uh, but we had a caddy. And on this one golf term I was in, he was like, all right, you're going to need to hit it right here. And I was like, that's cute. Um, I'm going to swing <laughs> and we'll see where it goes. Um, I will aim for this spot that you told me to shoot at. Um, but bow hunting is one of the things I think you have to choose. Like, do you want to like smoke meat or smoke cigars? You have to like, you kind of get in that spot in your mid thirties. And so bow hunting is one. Uh, smoking meat has definitely been one I, I love to smoke, but, um, and golf, you know, for some reason is one of them too. Um, so I'm hoping I'm good at one, like yeah, I suck at golf. So maybe I'd be good at bow hunting. I think I'm decent at smoking meat. So now I will say this, we'll like see. turkey hunting, turkey hunting is cool. Turkey hunting with a shotgun is cool, but turkey hunting with a bow. That's now we're talking like now you're taking something fun and okay. making it real fun. Like, so what, what stopped you? Like, why haven't you started yet? Honestly, I think it's just time, man. Like, you know, it's one of those things I've got four kids where it's like, anytime I I go into like thinking about bow hunting, like most of my buddies, they bow hunt. Um, Shane Myers is um, one of the guys in Tennessee that got me into turkey hunting and he only, uh, hunts with his bow and, and loves it. And uh, so I've always wanted to do it, but I think it's just one of those things where it's time where it's like, man, I just, I just ain't went and got a bow. Honestly, you know, it's yeah. easier to grab my 12 gauge and hit the truck. But no, I do I, think, I, I think Dylan, maybe that's why you hate Turkey hunting dudes because it's, it's once you get on a bird, it's pretty easy. Yeah. That's you like the, you like the game of it. It is pretty easy. Much. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, now don't get me wrong, dude. Last year I took my four-year-old out a lot turkey hunting, and it was not easy. Like, we screwed up a lot. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. we Four-year-olds, they're, they're crazy. Like, they, don't, they won't be quiet. He was convinced, dude. We, we were by the river, and he was convinced. There was a bunch of geese on the river, and he's like, Dad, those are turkeys. I'm like, son, they're not turkeys, bro. They're geese. I can hear them. And he's like, we got to go see them. And I'm like, dude, we're going to leave all the way over here to walk to the edge of that. So you can see the, when we get all the way over there, they said, yep, they're not turkeys. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But anyways, <laughs> me, um, me and his four year old are about the same yeah. when we're hunting. Yeah. They're about the same. Uh, Nick's, wavelength there. Nick's like, Dylan, please come on. Let's go over there. And look, dude, I think they're turkeys. Nick, come on, <laughs> Dylan, come on. I will uh, say we went, we tried spotting, stalking deer for the first time. Dude. This year, 
because I said we got to get out of the we got to get out of the blind man, and and it was a it was a blast, and we got it was a rush. We got real close to a giant. Yes, we didn't see it until we got close. Until but. we got close, <laughs> and it jumped up and ran away. But I mean, seriously though, we were we were probably fifteen yards from it and had no idea. And I go oh, walking dang, out, dude. I'd be all about that. See, but like, and you asked that. You said, "Do you have to be quiet?" And when we got close to that deer, I purposely said, "I'm not going to be quiet." Like I, I wasn't talking. I wasn't eating jerky, but I was like running through the woods. I mean, I just was going yeah. as fast as I could, making as much noise as I could. I was grunting the whole way, just bleh, 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 bleh. and because that deer thought I was a buck running through the woods, he did. You know, I wasn't sneaking. I wasn't trying to be quiet. I wasn't. Um, so he thought I was another deer, and I got, you know, we got five yards from him before he stood up. And, uh, you know, just an absolute ball, man. God, dude, I'd be so down for that. hundred percent. So Nick, you, um, <laughs> recently, not recently, but, um, within the last couple of years, bought a recurve and, uh, started getting into that. Now, Nick is definitely bred a little different, um, because he just jumped straight to the recurve. <laughs> um, he just jumped straight to piece of wood and, and a string. Um, Walk me through kind of that that introduction and and the journey there. And you did shoot a deer with it last year. Um, didn't we never found it, but um, did shoot a deer with it. Yeah. So I'm in the same boat as you. I've got four kids, right? And time is time is yeah, um, a very valuable, precious resource. And and going, I started out the very first time I deer hunted was it was one time with a rifle. And I didn't see anything. And, you know, Dylan actually had started talking to me about bow hunting. And I, again, I'm in the same boat as you. All of my friends, family, all of them are big time bow hunters. And I had never done it. And I went one year with a, with a compound, but all of the equipment and the, the sights and the tweaking that you have to do on it kind of, just it was just too much for me to think about at the time and so i thought hey he had a recurve and and i loved the instinctual part of it <clears throat> kind of like a shotgun in in my in my mind it was the same thing you're not really like when you're out bird hunting you're not looking lining up the sights down your to try to i mean you're just you're just throwing your gun up and you know instinct bam shooting that i felt the same way with with the recurve bow um, I don't have, I didn't have to set anything up to go out and shoot. I got a target in my backyard. I can grab my bow off the, off the wall, walk out, shoot 25, 30, you know, shots, walk back in or, you know, it takes me 30 minutes. And that was what the appeal was for me. Um, and so, yeah, he's right. I did. I just jumped straight into hunting deer with a recurve bow. Uh, and everybody was like, you're nuts. Um, but also being so close yeah to the deer is a, a whole nother level like you're talking about sitting in a tree with a rifle yeah. um i mean those i don't know how close you're normally getting to them but um man when a, i mean when a deer walks in to 10 10 yeah. yards and he's just i mean he's just right there yeah there's something else about that too and we were we were spot and stalking with recurves um which was i mean yeah you got to get close 
And so that was the appeal for it to me. I didn't have to put a whole bunch of time into it now. Obviously, the time into practicing helps. Um, but that was that was how I got into the recurve. And being able to jump in with a bunch of buddies, Dylan's got a whole 3D archery course in his backyard with bears and goblins and <laughs> the goblins the best. Um, you know, we can just go up on his back deck and just have a night where we're just out all out there with our recurves, you know, shooting too. So speaking of that, I did you'll get a kick out of this, Rhett. I think you'll run out and buy one right now. Um, I bought a bow mounted decoy. So you you mount the face of this deer to your bow and you just walk through the woods and you are the decoy. Yeah. Like, so you're calling deer to yourself. They see you and they're coming at you. Um, like, dude, I've had a buddy and he's like, man, there's been times I had to drop my bow and be like, Hey, 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 no, Hey. Cause they were coming to fight me. Like, and I was scared. Um, dude, that, so you, that's straight turkey hunting stuff right there, man. Yeah. So you can make deer that's hunting straight fun. turkey hunting. You're just walking out. You need to make, a, make deer hunting fun. Hey, <laughs> I love y'all talking about, you know, like the recurve and all that stuff. Um, but still that's, that's not as cool as like, I got a slingshot. Like that's what I'm hunting deer with now. I'm, if David, like if it. David could use it, you know, I'm going slingshot. So, or, and I also made my own, I made my own. I found a piece, a stick and a string and I'm going for it. We'll see. I'll like be it. like me. Hey, I will say, Rhett hey, Walker, make deer hunting great again. That's make, the that's the slogan. That's that's why I got hats. They're coming out next week. Write it. Write a song. Write a song. We'll we'll uh you write it. We'll play it in church on Sunday. I promise. <laughs> if you write it, we'll do. I'll get this up has nothing to do it. with the sermon series. Hey, around we'll here make though, deer hunting great again. Around here, it'll preach. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. Hey, you've heard Same. that song. Uh, this is the sound of dry bones rattling, haven't you? Yeah. I rewrote that entire song to be this is the sound of deer horns rattling. And I tried to get Nick to sing it on <laughs> well, a Sunday, and he wouldn't. I tried. We need to rewrite some of that. I've, I, haven't known, I haven't known Nick long. I've only known him, you know, for what however, 22, 22 minutes. minutes and 47 <laughs> seconds, but... But I'll be honest with you, he does need to get his heart right. That's why he wouldn't <laughs> sing it that Sunday morning. He, he got he needs to get his heart right. It was the it was the fear of man. Mom Dick. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I that was my uh you mentioned bear hunting and we've talked about recurve hunting. When I got into shooting a recurve, like my number one thing was I want to shoot a bear with my recurve. And so I went to Idaho and I got 13 yards from a bear and I shot it with my recurve and dude, I was on like cloud nine. I, I was already like, I was on a GPS phone, but I was already like satelliting my wife, like shot a bear in the mountains on public ground with my recurve, like dream come true. Yes. And then we never stinking found it. So that was, that went from like cloud no. nine to like, this is the worst situation of my life. And uh, no, it was, Still in like a crazy cool experience to be 13 yards oh, yeah. from a bear. And, uh, you know, I, but never found it. So, dude, I can't imagine how 
the adrenaline and how oh that had to have felt I being that close to a bear. I pooped a little. <laughs> um, that's probably why I didn't make a good shot. But, dude, I'll tell you what, though. I've got some really good friends in Georgia, um, and they're all yeah. about turkey hunting with bows. Um, so I'm going to have to, like, get you guys linked up and, and make something happen. Yeah, I'm down. We we got about um, close to about a thousand acres outside of town, um, and so I mean we got the spots to go. And um, last time we went turkey hunting, uh, me and my son, we he it was his first time going turkey hunting, and we didn't shoot anything, but we got him talking back. And I mean even that, watching the excitement in my son's eyes, like. When he's doing, he's calling on his own, you know, I've shown him in the truck, he's calling on his own on a box and hearing the turkey call back. It was, it was fun watching him because it's like, that still excites me, but I forgot how it feels your first time when you, when you get on something and you're like, dude, this is, this is it. I don't know where he is, Bubba, but like, let's go find him. And, um, we couldn't find him, but we found a gator in the pond. So we, you know, just kind of sit there watching the gator and, throwing rocks at it you know that's kind of the story of story you of georgia with your slingshot? you're willing to wrestle a bear but not a gator no i uh no it'd be too easy gator's oh. too easy to fight i can see that <laughs> no i will say this though turkey hunting I mean, they got is a long, great way to get long kids mouth. introduced like turkey hunting it, it because really it's is. interactive, because it's fun, because you're running and gunning, it's a really good way to get kids involved. And that's why, you know, I started taking my son turkey hunting. I didn't start with taking him deer hunting because obviously it screwed Red over when his dad started with deer. Um, so <laughs> I started with turkey and, uh, you know, then you then you introduce the deer hunting and say, now we're going to actually start hunting, son, yeah. um, and having fun. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a good point. Now we're done with child's point. play. <laughs> yeah i took my my six-year-old uh you also took your six-week-old like yeah that's true I, nick had a baby <laughs> in a car seat carried her to the blind set her down and was deer hunting i'm like nick you're the real deal man <laughs> i mean uh, did you have like little headphones for her? like what if you did shoot something are you just planning oh, on he was bow whenever hunting. i go to the woods i'm not gonna say anything oh you're bow bow hunting. Hunting. that's right we're quiet hunters. See, yeah. that's that's another reason I need to get. I gotta protect my ears, man. Hashtag stealthy. Seriously, it's another reason. Hearing damage. No, that's that's true. Well, and even if you don't, you know, half part of it for me is not even necessarily just about seeing stuff. You know, obviously you want to you want to see something. <laughs> the kids definitely want to see something, <laughs> um, and not just five hundred yards out, but. Just having them out there, that's yeah. I, I'm honestly not a huge fan of hunting alone. Um, I'm always like, hey, Dylan, you want to go with me? Hey, you know, kids, get get in. We're gonna go. Um, and yeah, you don't really see many deer when you got your four kids in the blind with you, but but still, just the camaraderie of it. Guys, when it comes to hunting and being outdoors, I believe there's one product that I use more than anything. That's not my bow. That's not my boots. It's not my um, anything else other than a binocular harness. If I am outside doing anything outdoors, I've got a binocular harness on. Whether I'm shooting, whether I'm hanging tree stands, uh, whether I'm out hiking, it doesn't matter. If I'm outdoors doing 
just about anything, I've always got my binocular harness. Alaskan Guy Creations does it and does it very, very well. I've been using these now for about eight years and I absolutely love them. The new system with all the magnets are really good, um, really accessible, very customizable. Guys, if you're in the market for a new binocular harness, I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to check out Alaskan Guide Creations because they are phenomenal. How how old are your kids, Nick? A six. I've got a six-year-old boy, a four-year-old boy, a three-year-old boy, a one-year-old little girl, and then we've got another one on the way who will be born in July. They can't learn. Good God, this is son, happening. do y'all do? It, bro, I feel like you you just hunt and have sex. That's the only things you do. And you go to church on Sunday mornings. Oh, gosh. Well. Like, hey, bib- that's I, biblical right I'm, there, though. I'm, I mean, I, straight up. I, uh, funny because um, I totally lost my train of thought. When, <laughs> you know what I told well, my Well, yes, because you're married. hunting deer or your wife. That's all you're doing. You're hunting your deer or your wife. Hey, I told my wife when we got married, I said, day one, I said, baby, we're put on this earth for two reasons. We're put on this earth to worship our creator. and We're put on this earth to repopulate. So let's start. Like, yep. that's it. Yeah. And I mean, it, you don't even have to be playing the game. Sometimes you just need to practice, you know? That's right. That's like our fourth. We didn't plan on our fourth. We thought we were just practicing. Next thing you know, we won the daggum game. So I've got right. 18, been the last 15, three, 10, and four. You was poking fun. <laughs> you was poking fun at her, and she took you serious, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you said eight, you sounds said, like her fault. You said you have an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, dude, I got eighteen, fifteen, ten, and four. That's a quite that's the spread. A, that's, exactly, I was, that's a that's a spread. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, we were teenage pregnancy. I was seventeen uh, when we had our first. And then, uh, so we've been married for 19 years. I'm 36. And yeah, so we got an 18 year old, which is crazy because it's like, I mean, she's a little adult, you know, just living in her house. And thank God she's got a better head on her shoulders than I did at that age. And, um, but yeah, our four year old, he was, he'll be five this month. He was definitely the surprise. We, uh, I was out of town in Florida and my wife FaceTimed me. She'll never FaceTime me. And she FaceTimed me and I was like, babe, you good? And, and she goes and just holds up the pregnancy test. And I was like, flight attendant, flight attendant, bring them around. <laughs> oh man. So I do want to take a step back. Yep. How did you, how did you get yep. into to, to Christian music? Yeah, uh, man, I kind of stumbled my way in. So, you know, my dad's a pastor. And uh, grew up in the church. I mean, I mean, like y'all's kids, and it, you're just there all the time, and the kids are there all the time, and and loved it. And uh, when I got when I became a teenager, I started playing guitar a little bit. My first love was drums, and so I kind of played guitar, played drums, and then it became like, all right, son, you know, so and so didn't show up this morning they got sick. So we need you to play bass or so-and-so didn't show up. We need you to play drums. And so I kind of became the fill in, you know, for whoever didn't show up on the worship band. 
And one Sunday they called me off the drums to, they wanted me to sing a song, Todd Agnew, Grace Like Rain was the song. And, um, and so I sang it. It was horrible. It was the, the worst ever. Um, I don't even know if God was happy. I feel like he was <laughs> like, Hey, we, we gave that to Todd. Let's, uh, how about you give it back to him and don't sing it. And, and so, you know, they never let me go back though. So I was like, man, was I that bad at drums that you would rather me sing, you know? And man, I just, I never turned back and it, it was, I had no plan B, you know, um, teenage pregnancy threw us for a loop, but we're, you know, trying to figure it out and working three or four jobs to pay for a baby. But, but God's been good, man. You know, me and I, I honestly think, you know, having a kid that young and trying to figure out life is the best thing that ever happened to me because it it made me become a man and it was no longer selfish living, do what Rhett wants. Like, you, I had a baby. I, I, could, I had to take care of a baby. And so me and April got married and, you know, had that kid and kind of put music on the, on the back burner and just worked. But then I got... uh I got an offer to start leading worship at colleges like all across the country with a professor out of Wake Forest, North Carolina. And so I started leading with him, which just kind of led me into Christian music, man, and uh, wrote a couple songs. Sony, the label Sony uh, got a hold of it and called me. And I remember going to that meeting going, oh, God, they, they're like, hey, can you come up for me? And I told my wife, I was like, grab the champagne. Like, this is it. Like, we're we're going in, we're getting signed and, and, uh, went in there to get, you know, talk with them. And they were like, we love what you're doing. Keep writing. And I was like, yeah, but what else? They were like, keep writing. And I was like, oh man, but they, they set me up with a few rights where I wrote some of my first hits with, um, when mercy found me come to the river and signed a record deal and about to put out my, my fourth record this fall. So, it's, awesome, it, it's, it's crazy, man. I've had a, I've had a weird career, you know, from songs on Christian radio, songs on country radio and playing the Opry to playing, you know, everybody's church. And I just kind of show up, man, wherever God takes me, whether it's, you know, out hunting somewhere out with my kids or out, you know, Sunday mornings at church or a theater on Friday nights. I just show up and tell people about Jesus and how they can live a good life. That's awesome, man. So do you think has has the outdoors and his hunting been any kind of of inspiration for any kind of songs or um you know, I, I can't oh, help yeah. but worship. I mean I mean if you if you're in the outdoors, how do you not worship? Exactly. I mean, dude, one of my second single was called Come to the River. And um it was that song honestly it was one of those moments um where and I do this often. I was sitting there going through some stuff, had some big decisions to make, you know, and just kind of in my head. Like I, I, knew, I was praying about it. I wasn't just trying to wrestle it down by myself, but I'm still just in my head about it. And I told my wife, I said, babe, I just, I need to, I need to get along with God. And so I jumped in my truck and that's what I normally do. And I just drive and I'm quiet or sometimes I'm complaining. And going, God, why is this? Why, you know, according on the, the situation. But this time I was just quiet and I was like, God, I need you to, I need you to lead me. Like what I need to do. And <clears throat> I was driving out uh, about 20 minutes outside of Nashville 
and just these back roads and took a right down the road. And it happened to be like a, a public boat ramp and my truck drove. And if I drove any further, I, you know, went in the water and just kind of sat there and, and I was like, man, like you can bring it over here, baby. And I was like, man, um, I'm sitting here at a river. Sorry. My daughter brought me Mountain Dew. Um, I'm sitting here looking at a river and what are you trying to tell me, God? Like, you know, what is this going on? And, and I just felt like he was just saying, man, you drink from, from the cup I give you'll thirst no more. Just a reminder, like keep always coming back to me. Like never think you got it in your own strength. Like keep coming back to me. I'm the giver of joy. I'm the giver of peace. And so I wrote this song called come to the river based off of pulling up to a river and, and I wouldn't have gotten that song if it if it wouldn't have been for God's creation in the outdoors. And so, yeah, man, I get a lot of inspiration of of just sitting out there, you know, and, and I get a lot of time to think when I'm hunting whitetail because it's just sitting out there just thinking and sitting and thinking. <laughs> Unlike turkey hunting, which is the best kind of hunt, you know? <laughs> See, you asked me what kind of turkey did me wrong. I want to know what kind of deer did you wrong. Like <laughs> the ones that didn't show up. <laughs> he said all, all of them. I feel like I stood I stood up for every date with the deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, something I was going to ask was so yeah, the for me, I actually funny, I actually don't hunt um but maybe three or four times a year. Um, and you understand that, <laughs> you know, getting out, leaving it, leaving it. Well, that's one other thing. I used to think you had to leave at, you know, 3 a.m. and get out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, um, Nick even, would call me at like 2 30 a.m. and he'd be like, dude, are you not headed to the stand yet? I'm like, no, the sun doesn't come <laughs> up for four and a half hours. Like, I'll wake up in four hours. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And he's like, dude, I'm already out here. I'm like, out there doing what? Just sitting, watching them sleep, <laughs> watching the deer sleep. Oh gosh! You know, I used to think, you know, when I first started, I used to think you had to just like, I mean, walk, like, tiptoe into the woods at three a.m. and, uh, and yeah, and then I learned that that's not quite the case. But being in the in the stand for me, and I was going to ask you this, you know, writing songs that the discipline of just making yourself sit down and which is so hard for me. That's one of the few times that I, I get to do that, sit down and just be quiet. God's like, shut up. <laughs> you can't, you can't, if you want to see something, you can't talk. Um, cause I'll talk to myself even if I'm alone, but yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, just about yeah, writing writing songs. Um, if God had given you that, and that's that's a really neat thing. Just in the most practical ways, yeah, you just pulling up to a river, you know. Um, you work. might write more songs if you deer hunting more because you'd be sitting and thinking more. That's <laughs> true. I'm, I'm just saying. I think it's just one of those things too. It's like I, I'm naturally. Like, you know, people ask them like, Rhett, so you're a hunter or a Rhett, you do this. I, I just tell people I'm an outdoors guy. Like, I, I mean, if it's, if it's not a season that 
Like, you know, I'm touring like crazy. And so I can't, I don't get to go out in the woods as much as I want to or something like that. You're still going to find me sitting outside on my back porch at night after the kids go down. Like I just, I enjoy the outdoors and, you know, I, I go, I love my church that I go to. I go to Stevens Creek in Augusta here and, and I love that church. I love the pastor, I love the people, but I really do, you know, kind of live that life of that old man at the gas station. It's like, I find God all over in the outdoors in the woods. I'm like, yeah, man, like I do. I'm out there. I look at his creation. Like even, you know, I joke, but even if it is a dumb squirrel and not a deer, like you're just, you're watching this whole thing of like beauty and life that's happening in these woods and you watch it kind of wake up and it's like, man, how big of a God do, do we serve that, that cares about me. I've never gone hungry. I've got four healthy kids, a beautiful wife. Like he, it feels like he poured out all of his magic on me and y'all two dudes feel that way for yourself. And then you see the woods and all the the creation in it and and the way the trees come to life. And it's like the intricacies of our God is so vast and so big. It's like, I feel like I learned something new about my creator every time I step into the woods. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's like, man, just how big of a God we serve that he can create even the smallest of details, you know, but then these big ones of love for my kids and my house. And it's just, I, I, I learn something new every time I go in the woods, whether I'm writing a song or, or just find out just a reminder of how much God loves me. I feel like we absolutely have to get you on an elk hunt. Like it's just a you like turkey hunting, and it's turkey hunting on steroids. Uh, you're 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 turkey hunting a eleven hundred pound animal. Like let's just look at it that way, um, dude. I'm so in. But then you take all everything you're talking about and you put it in the mountains, like and yeah. you know rather than waking up and and looking out Georgia, uh, you're looking at the mountains of Idaho or Utah or Colorado, and I mean. Dude, and and you think about like, you know, that's part of my favorite part about elk hunting is you talked about just going out and sitting on your back porch. Well, like, you know, this last year in Idaho, you're sitting out on your back porch, but it's in the mountains and you're listening to elk rip off like. And it's just incredible. Like, it's just there's no way like I tell people, like, there's no way you can sit here and look at things around you and deny a creator. Like, there's just no way. Mm. Um and and dude, we just got to get you on an elk hunt. Like, I just, and I needed to ask you, why in the crap don't you bow fish? Like, you like to to do all this redneck garbage, but you don't bow fish. Dude, I I want to bow fish so bad. I've been asked to go like three or four times, and every time I've not been able to. Um, well, was, that's a lie. Every time, almost I haven't been able to because we've had an early flight or something next morning. One time I canceled because it was just too cold. And I, I don't do the cold. That's another reason I don't like deer hunting. I dude, I'm I'm like four if we can get hunting, cold in Georgia, I'm gonna be like that kid. I mean, not really. And that's why like why when I go to the Midwest, I'm like, dude, what are y'all doing up here? It's like I look like the kid on the a Christmas story where I'm just like walking where his mom's got him like seven layers up. Like that's me trying to that's why I don't bow hunt. Because I can't pull back. <laughs> I can get my hands here. 
<laughs> but nah, dude, I would love to go. Uh, do frog gigging. That's probably one of my favorite things to do. That was the first date I took my wife on was frog gigging. That's how I know she ain't never went back. <laughs> That's how I know you're a redneck. Yeah, I taught my kids. I bring back a plethora of of frogs, and I told them you cut them at the waist, pull their pants off, we'll fry them. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You never have to ask somebody if they talk frog gigging. You don't have to ask them if they're a redneck. It's just implied. No. Yep. That just happens. You like, know they. It's like you know they smoked a Paul Mall when they were five years old. <laughs> Oh man! I, I mean, hey, no denying that. I mean, you know um, the idea. <laughs> what was the the first turkey like? That one that just yep this this does it for me. Turkey season's coming up, man. Um, and I would encourage like guys yeah. don't don't listen to me. I'm I'm being I, I do enjoy turkey hunting. It's a blast. It's fun. Um, so if you've not turkey hunted, turkey season's coming up. Get out and try it. Like do it. It's so much fun. Um. But what was that one turkey for you that just like got you fired up and you're like, yeah, this is this is what I like to do. So uh, it was probably I mean, I I would say it was like my third hunt and it wasn't even my first bird. Um, my first my first turkey came real easy. Um, and I mean, we were probably God, we we're out there 45 minutes. They came out of roost and just came straight to the decoy. It was a quick thing. And I was like, wow, turkey hunting's easy. Like, you know, this is fun. And, but it wasn't enough to, I think it was a little too easy. By my third bird, I think it might've been my third. Um, everything went wrong. So we were stalking this bird and he came out of the trees and landed out of gun zone, like out of where I couldn't hit him. And I was like, Dude, it almost felt like it was on purpose. And he walked this line that was just out of range. And I was like, this thing's is taunting me. Like it's, it's messing with me. And so the adrenaline's going, you're like, I've got to get this bird. And it kind of went, it flew off a little bit. So we're stalking this turkey. We're, we're going around through the woods. And I'm laid down. And I'm with one of my buddies, Shane, who bow hunts. And I'm laid down on the wood line because I see him up top of this hill and he's he's coming down towards us. Well, about the time he's halfway down the hill, almost in range, uh, my buddy Shane goes, don't move. And he's got the bow pulled back over me. I'm laid flat on the ground. Don't move. Like facing <laughs> over me. And I was like, I said, dude, what are you doing? Like, don't you shoot? He goes, coyote. And dude, I turned around, the wind hit, and I guess like he smelt me then and spooked him. But that coyote was so close, I heard its paws hit the ground, like coming up on us. And I was like, don't you shoot over me. Like, don't you, dude, I'll, no, I'll turn and shoot this thing. Like, don't you shoot over me. <laughs> and so, you know, the coyote runs off. Now the turkey's spooked, and we just count it done. We're like, all right, well, we've chased this thing. We've stalked this thing all morning like we're done. But my adrenaline was still going from the coyote. It was going because I wanted that turkey that was taunting me. And, dude, we get in the truck and drive down the road and then see him coming around. So we stop, get out the truck. 
hit this little brush line that's like right there on the on the road and waited. And I ended up getting this turkey. And that was the one that made me go, I'll do this the rest of my life. Like I'll hunt bird, I'll hunt, you know, I just want to hunt. And because that was the one for me that felt like the actual hunt. Like I've seen this bird three times. He'd seen me, stayed out of range. Cody tried to do it. And it was like, everything was, was against me, but I went home with that bird. And so that was the one that I still got the beard sitting in, in my, my shotgun shell casing. And, um, yeah, man, that's the one that made me go, this is it. Let's go. I love the hunt. That's another thing I just did for the first time. Um, was thermal hunted coyotes. Um, so we'd get out there at dark. Really? We, spent, we were out there till 3 a.m., uh, you know, jumping to different fields and, and driving across to different fields. And uh, and we would just call, and dogs would run in, and we'd shoot them in the head, and we'd move on to the next field. I mean, it was just an absolute blast. Um, something that I, I'd never done before, but just like you said, you're like, dude, I'm going to do this forever now. Like, this is a ball dude i went coyote hunting with my buddy shane um he's uh, he's from the midwest but um we go out we were in nashville we went out hunting for them and there was snow everywhere and we were just sitting out there and um, we got a couple but dude that was the that was the hunt that made me almost never want to go hunting again i was so cold the entire time like that was, I was just, all I could think about was my toes being, they weren't there. Where'd he go? Uh, uh, we still have his audio, so we won't worry about it. Um, can you, okay. yeah. Cause you're plugged through mine. So, um, yeah. So the biggest encouragement I just want to give people, uh, so Rhett, the, the, the whole purpose of this podcast, um, is to, to teach and inspire. Um, to grow as outdoorsmen and inspire other people along the way. And um, so I just want to inspire you, teach you, help you. If it's something you don't enjoy, like don't do it. Like don't force yourself into deer hunting. Don't think, well, I've got to be a deer hunter. That's the only, you know, that's all I've got here. I mean, find something you enjoy and stick with that. I mean, whether it's turkey hunting or pheasant hunting or dove hunting or duck hunting or bear hunting, elk hunting, bow fishing, whatever i mean there's so many things to do um and all of them i mean i'm i'm still discovering new things i like to do i've never thermal hunted coyotes before and i went and i'm like yeah this will be an, an every year thing for sure um so so find something you enjoy doing and do that but i don't think well the social media hype is all about shooting big deer and if that's what i have to do or i'm not a real hunter I mean, there's things like my dad is a small game hunter, which you're like, why would you ever want to hunt small game? But that's what my dad likes to do. And he has a ball doing it. And so, you know, just find something you enjoy doing and do that. But, you know, on this in the same breath, if it's something you don't like doing, just move on. Like, don't force yourself. I told somebody this. They said, um, you know, I you guys probably get this with singing. Like you, you get to make your living singing and like people are like, you get to make your living hunting. And I'm like, well, stuff to work, you know, but, um, they're like, what about if you don't want to go? Like, and I'm like, then I don't go. Like, if, you know, if there's times where I don't want to go hunting, I just don't go hunting. Like I don't, I don't make myself do it. I don't, I don't want it to ever become that. So, 
Yeah, I mean, that's just what I would encourage people, you know. Well, it's the same for me, like with duck hunting. Like, that's the one where I hunt half a season. And I have no problem with it. Like, when the water gets in Tennessee, like when the when I, w- I have a blind up there, and when the water gets where it's frozen and you're breaking ice to get in the blind, that's when I quit going. And I have no problem with it. Like, I love to hunt the first part. I love to turkey hunt. I don't hunt half the season of duck. You just got to find what makes you happy. And that's the kind of stuff, too, that makes you want to, like, tell your kids about it. But if you're, if you find something you don't like doing, just don't do it, you know? And, and, uh, I need to go bow fishing, though. You have that on my mind now. Like, I want to go now. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's a, I haven't done it in a long time. Uh, growing up in Arkansas, you know, um, we didn't have anything better to do other than shoot fish with a bow. And so that's what you did. Um, but it's a ball, man. It's a blast. And and especially if you're about the camaraderie and you're about just hanging out with your boys and, and you know, having fun and, you know, spending the night doing something that you enjoy. It's, dude, it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'm down. I'll have to get you a, a bow fishing rig. Uh, Bear owns Bear owns Cajun Bow Fishing, and uh, they make some of the baddest bow fishing rigs ever. I'll have to get you one sent out, man. Dude, yeah. Let's and dude, where are you at? Where are you located? Wellington, Kansas. We're thirty miles south of Wichita. Dude, well, I'll come out there, get a rig up, come out there, and we'll go. When's the last time you played in this area in Wichita area, Kansas? Uh, I think it was last spring. We're out that way. Very cool. You seem like the kind of guy that likes to do like hayfield concerts. Like, let's set that up. Let's just find you a wheat field, put like a flatbed trailer in it. Yeah. Sell some tickets and do a concert. Yeah, I, uh, man, what our shows like? You know, when it's when it's my tour or, and I'm not on somebody else's or a festival, dude. I do a meet and greet. It's called it, but it's M E A T in Greek, and so it's like I try to find like people it. that'll that'll smoke a butt, and we can we can have pulled pork or or a barbecue or something while we all hang out. Okay, High let me sweeten this other. deal. We got barbecue on our hands. Let me sweeten right. this deal even a little more. So in our hometown, me and Nick have a buddy. His name's Mike Casanetta. Um, he was on the Food Network, named Top Ten Chef in America. Dude can cook you anything you ever dream of cooking. Um, He's he's actually he's done quite a bit of like celebrity uh like Lauren Daigle came to town and he catered for her and uh Andy Minio came and he cooked for him and um I'm probably missing people skillet um I don't know who else but skillet <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah I don't know who else but yeah dude you'll have to like he only to go to his house like throw some meat with him. foods Dude, I'm yeah, down. The Look, I'm. I just booked me a flight. I'm head. I'm on my way to Kansas in 30 minutes. Dude, I can have you so on turkey. Got that going on. I can have you on turkey. Let's go. I mean, I don't turkey hunt a lot, but I've got people who can 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 put you on birds. Um, and then Mike will do something just just crazy with it when you kill it. I would. That that would be Done. great. See, now I've never turkey hunted before. And I've been wanting to go. You're not missing much. Be- <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I've really wanted to Don't listen to, to Dylan. He's being a bad friend right now. 
Yeah. Now I'm after the conversation, I'm like, man, like I thought it was going to be a, a, a great time. And <laughs> now I'm, I don't know if I want to go anymore. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I really do want to go. That would be awesome. Have a, because, well, yeah, there's tons of people. Dylan's got a lot of connections and he just, yeah, obviously hasn't been a good enough friend to me yet. To I take, don't turkey hunt. <laughs> no, listen, like for real guys, you, if you've never turkey hunted, if you're listening to this and you're a diehard deer hunter, you've never turkey hunted or a bear hunter or an elk hunter or whatever it might be. You've never turkey hunted. I love yeah. turkey hunting. It is. It's the, 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 the hunting part of turkeys is fantastic. You call, they call back. You, you bust in there and try to shoot them. Like that part is so fun. I just don't get fired up about the actual bird. Like it's still just a bird to me. Um, you know, I tell, I tell people this too, like I can go to, I can be to Oklahoma in about an hour where there's pigs and I can shoot as many pigs in a weekend as I want. Like I can, I can hunt, you know, pigs for two days and shoot 20 pigs or I can hunt turkeys for a weekend and maybe shoot one bird. Like, so what, you know, of course I'm going to go shoot the 200 pound pigs that can kill me, um, because it's fun and they taste better. Um, so and and Rhett likes to smoke butt, so why don't we go kill some pork? You know, um, that's Let's just go. So that's for me, and I like spring bear hunting. Like I'm going to head to Idaho and spring bear hunt, so that takes up turkey time. So I mean, that's just for me where it's at. Maybe I'm wrong though. We need to get we need to get uh, no, go I ahead and get hop get get you a a bear recurve. I don't know. That's that's Dylan's thing. Get on, get your berry curve, fly up to Kansas. We'll get, we'll get some, what are those things called? Uh, the, the decoys that you put on your bow mounted decoys. Yeah. Yeah. Bow mounted decoys and turkey hunt like that for the, and that'll be my first time. Cause that's how I do things. That'll be fun. I'm going to go out with a recurve first time turkey hunting with it, <laughs> with a, a bow mounted decoy. We'll all, we'll all go to, out there and do that. And then. <clears throat> Then go shoot. Well, yeah, it'd be my first time bow hunting a turkey, so it'll it'll be great. And since Dylan's done it so many times, it he can only use his hands. That way, it's yeah. it's new for everybody. Exactly. So Dylan, 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 yeah, he has to you. tackle one. <laughs> you have to throw a rock at it. I actually saw a video of a guy <laughs> doing that with pigs. He was like hiding under brush, and he would like jump out and try to catch a pig. And I'm like, now now you're done. Have you seen him? Have you seen them where they only knife hunt? Yeah, we have a buddy who does that, and he's just that's crazy, brain dude. Like you see these that's videos, a different type of like, human. Yeah, yeah, that's you're you're a little sick and twisted in the head. Yeah, a little I'm bit. just you ain't right if that's what you do. Well, I've also seen yeah, where I mean, with you, with these turkeys where you have those you know the bow mounted decoys where you know the turkeys come in and they mount you and. <laughs> They they will they'll straight up charge you. I mean, like it's true though. It's a it's a problem. You're trying to get spurred in the face if you bow mount a decoy. You get on and watch, look up video bow mount or bow mounted decoy turkey hunting. There's some crazy videos out there of people doing that where the turkeys just straight out. I mean, you're having to yeah cut them off, literally cut their head off with a with an arrow. What are those called? A broadhead. A broadhead. Oh. <laughs> 
thought it was like a special kind of broadhead that you had. They call them like guillotines and stuff yeah, like that. Where you're literally <laughs> cutting the turkey's head off with an with a broadhead ten five yards in front of your face. That's crazy. Let's do it. That's crazy talk. Let's do it. All right. I gotta take my dog to the vet. That's the most redneck excuse to get off a podcast I've ever heard in my <laughs> lifetime. Um, before we go, no, actually. <laughs> before uh, we go, Rhett, uh, what's your number one turkey tip? Okay. Like your turkey hunting tip that you have learned over the years that the listener can can become a better turkey hunter with? Um, don't be afraid to shoot them out of the tree when they're sleeping. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> It's, oh, it's easy. You get it done. You get it done real quick. I'm just kidding. Don't do it. You're not supposed to do that. Um, I think I just lost seven sponsors. I know. <laughs> hey, that's, that's know. I, that went on you. That went on you. This episode's brought to you by Red um, Walker Music. Yeah, exactly. Redwalker.com for all your complaints. Um, my number one turkey. Oh, man, that's hard. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what my number one would be. Um, I'm trying to think more like inspirational. Like honestly, the thing that keeps me go deer hunting. The thing that keeps me always (laughs) (laughs) shut up. I would say the thing that keeps me wanting to go back, man, is is just the fun of the hunt. Like you know, uh, even earlier, Nick was talking about thinking that you know, a deer hunt, you had to be quiet. You're sneaking into their bed, like you gotta be this, and you start to realize like all these things that people have said over, over years aren't the big deal. Like I, you know what? My biggest thing is have fun, man. Like if you're, if you're not having fun, if you're trying to be too quiet, if you're trying to be this, or you've got so many like rules around you that you're not having any fun, you're doing it wrong. Like some of my funnest times was knocking birds out of the tree because me and my buddy ended up gotten to laughing too much, talking about stuff. And, you know, birds got way out of range. Now we're having to stalk them because we were just having fun. Like that, that would be my yeah. number one tip is like you said earlier, if you ain't having fun, pick another sport, pick another animal, chase it down and and enjoy it. I mean, at the end of the day, if you get it, it's good eating. So just have fun. That was my, my biggest saying when I was duck hunting would be like, wow, man, that, that, those were ducks. We we did miss those. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Your that's biggest saying when you're turkey hunting is, that's not a whitetail. <laughs> <laughs> no, my biggest thing when I'm turkey hunting is you see more deer than you ever see when you're deer hunting. And then when you're deer hunting, you see like 4,000 turkeys, and you're like, get out of here. <laughs> and, dude, they, they freaking know, man. I don't know how. It's like they just... And they they congregate. They're like having church on the side of the road when it ain't turkey season. Yep. That's how it goes, man. So annoying. Rhett, where can they find you at, my friend? RhettWalker.com, man. Instagram, Rhett Walker, Facebook, all things. I run all my socials. The label tried to run it at first. It was the most boring thing ever. So I run it. If you message me like you did, Dylan, like it's me talking back. So come come hang out. Come find it. and. Dylan, Nick, we gotta get out there and, and bow hunt some turkeys. And we'll come out there invite. and hunt some whitetail too. You've got an open invite. I man. love it. Anytime you want to come, uh, come on. I would, I would love it, man. We we got some bow fishing, everything to do. 
And yeah. and I'll I'll come on a weekend so I can come to church on Sunday with y'all. Coyote hunting, hog hunting. We can do everything. Give us four days, dude. We'll kill like 476 animals. I I was hoping for 477, <laughs> but 476 would be fine. I'm all about I'm all about net poundage of meat. Like how many pounds of meat can we put down? So like I'm I'm being serious. You can beat a hogs in about an hour. Um, you spend a day doing that, you can come home with 400 pounds of meat. We can be in turkeys yeah. in 10 minutes. I mean, we can be in coyotes in five, which, you know, you got to be a really good cook to make those well. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, there's a lot of stuff we can kill this spring. So bow fishing. Absolutely. I've I got it. We've got a buddy who professionally guides for bow fishing. So, um, we can, we can do it, man, for sure. Ooh, that'd be fun. I'm an arrow junkie. I can't help it. I love building arrows. It's my passion. Uh, I can remember growing up, my dad, It was for him, it was sitting there sharpening knives. He loved to do that. For me, it's building arrows. It's sharpening broadheads. It's fletching arrows. It's, it's playing with arrow weights and FOCs and all that good stuff. I love going out in my bow shop and messing with arrows. A good friend of mine, Dan, he started a company called Arrow Junkie. First off, what caught my attention was the incredible-looking apparel. If you don't like Sasquatch carrying a bow, dragging a deer, there's something wrong with you. But as an arrow junkie, he sells me all the equipment that I need to build my own arrows from arrow saws, arrow squares, arrow uh, jigs, everything that I need to build my own arrows. He's got all the fletchings, all the wraps, all the glues, everything, broadheads, fill tips, inserts, outserts, everything you need to build your own arrow. Also, he puts out some really good information on how to build your own arrows. Guys, it doesn't have to be difficult, and it really doesn't even have to be that expensive. You can build an entire arrow building kit uh, for you know 400 bucks or so, and then all of a sudden, you can build the best arrows that you can possibly have because you're building them yourself. You know them. Um, you're putting the time and effort into them. So, guys, I would highly encourage you to check out Arrow Junkie for all your arrow building needs. He's phenomenal. They're phenomenal. Go check it out. All, all right, guys. Rep. Well, thank you so thank much you. for coming on, my friend. Guys, thank you for listening. Turkey season is coming up quickly, so um, get out there and enjoy it. Um, if you are headed to the Pope and Young Convention, stop by the Bear Archery booth. We look forward to seeing you. look forward to hanging out with you. If you haven't shot the new bows, they'll all be there. Uh, you can shoot them and, and uh, have a great week.